Sans Pants Radio. Okay, so a, a highfalutin city lawyer is driving down this country road, right? He's been driving for a solid, you know, couple hours, and he drives just because he loves his car. He's in this red Ferrari or whatever. It's the latest one there is, and it's like the best car on the road. He's so certain of it. And in his rearview mirror, he sees just a dust cloud approaching him at high speed. And he's like, nah, puts pedal to the metal. And then he loses that dust cloud. Anyway, he's driving for a little bit longer and he sees the dust cloud getting bigger and bigger again. And he's like, what the hell? He tries to go as fast as he can. He's going faster than he frankly should around corners. But eventually that dust cloud gets bigger, 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 bigger. And then right past him goes the fastest pig that this man has ever seen. And as it streams past him, he notices that it's got six legs instead of four. The guy's like, what the hell is this? He keeps going. He's like trying to follow the pig now because he's just got to know what the hell is going on. Suddenly, bang, the pig makes a hairpin turn left into a farm. The, the city lawyer slows down, pulls up, drives into the into the farm and as he gets to the farmstead there's this old rickety farmer sitting out on the porch the guy gets out of the car and says to him hey you see that pig that just came by and the guy's like yeah i reckon i saw that pig and the city lawyer says can you tell me about that pig and the farmer's like well um well we uh wanted to breed a pig that had enough uh legs for me and the family there's uh me my wife my son my daughter uh, my wife's mother and my father. Shall we uh, breed a pig with six legs? The lawyer says, I, Jesus Christ, mate, I gotta know. What does that pig taste like? And the farmer says, Well, don't know. We haven't been able to catch him yet. Hey, you know what I'm not? Clever about where I go online. The amount of shady websites I end up on trying to track down real Sasquatch footage or whatever, it's it's phenomenal. But you know what else I'm not? Concerned for my online security. And that's because I use NordVPN. I'd actually always been sort of reluctant to download a VPN because it seemed a little bit like internet magic to me. But then I went ahead and did it and I actually just couldn't believe how quickly I was browsing securely and streaming TV shows with no restrictions. It's literally just a click and you're good to go. Your account also covers you for up to six devices, so I immediately installed it on my phone and my laptop as well so that I could browse securely in bed. Yes, I sleep next to my laptop in bed. It's probably dangerous. Grow up. If you want to help yourself to NordVPN, and I can't imagine why you wouldn't, right now you can get 68% off a two-year plan plus one additional month for free when you go to nordvpn.com slash dndisfornerds or use the code dndisfornerds. That's D-N-D-I-S-F-O-R-N-E-R-D-S. This special offer also just makes your subscription only $3.71 per month. And if it's not for you, that's no stress. There's a 30-day money-back guarantee. That's nordvpn.com slash dndsfornerds to take control of your internet again. So go on, find real pictures of Sasquatch without worrying about your online security. Hey everyone, Inia presents Plumbing the Death Star UK Tour with Adam News while Adam plays Medieval 2 Total War in the background. Our London show has like two tickets left as of recording. There's a couple spots left for the Edinburgh Matinee show, and we've also opened up more seats to our Birmingham gig. Just head to sanspansradio.com slash live to grab your tickets before they're gone. We've still got Cardiff and Belfast to announce, so follow us on Facebook and Twitter for the most up-to-date information.
Or consider going to zanspansplus.com and signing up today. Not only will you be the first to hear of any news regarding future live shows, but you'll get 10% off tickets, access to a whole bunch of exclusive content, and we've even got our own Zanspans Plus Discord, which is pretty neat and confuses my old man brain. Welcome to episode one of The Day the Circus Came to Town, a D&D is for Nerds adventure. With the distant rumblings of many heavy creatures roaming through the desert, you can spot in the distance the town of Temperance. You are the Hogling Brothers or Family Circus, depending on how you wish to name yourselves. Hogling Circus? Hogling Family Circus is kind of good. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. Your procession includes eight velociraptors flanking you on all sides, some of them mounted by your uh, family. Some of them just trailing because they know that they need to stay in the herd. Four Triceratops, each of them carrying on their back a massive wooden and fabric structure, which each of you call home. And at the back, a Diplodocus hauling on giant wheels, the big top. One of the Triceratops would also have cages on its side where uh, you keep your two dire kangaroos. Kangaroos the size of a... A standing on its back, Clydesdale. Also, incidentally, Hooch, you have a an, an ankeg. Let me show you a picture of an ankeg. It's a uh, kind of like a giant sand beetle. I think oh, before you were describing it as an ant lion. I've been talking a lot about ant lions recently. You have. Yeah. I've been throwing that. That oh, he's kind of like. It's like a beetle, a bit. Yeah, he's like a bug, but with real pretty eyes. <laughs> It's about the size of a horse, and you have a large bicycle that you are teaching it to ride. (laughs) Oh, fuck. No, he's got beautiful eyes. Have a look at its beautiful eyes. Tell me that its eyes aren't like... You can get lost in those bad boys. Holy shit. (laughs) It just needs eyelashes, and I would be... I'd be making moves. (laughs) All over that. That ankeg. Tell you what. Let me have a look at this. Uh, No, those are beautiful. Like... (laughs) I'm oddly compelled. Yeah, like, there's, wow. there's something a bit hypnotic about them. <laughs> All right. Sexy ant keg. Ride a bike. Uh, yeah, so you have the ant keg, the two dire kangaroos, eight velociraptors, four triceratops, and the diplodocus. Can I just ask, did you engineer this game so that I would have a really uncomfortable erection the whole time <laughs> and not be able to move or concentrate? I'm not gonna... That kind of feels like what you're going for. I'm not going to lie. I gave you extra dinosaurs because I knew you'd like the extra dinosaurs. <laughs> you're not wrong. <laughs> and on the, on the back triceratops, there are extra cages for the animals that you guys keep. Cool. Uh, you are each in turn, Jackson. Uh, my name is uh, what I'm called put to put my name onto my uh, my body. Who I am, what people refer to as a Tahuchlakalombo uh, hogling, is uh, my moniker. And uh, I, I is a barbarian and also the animal beast to look after uh, in uh, the particular of uh, this circus. And uh, yes, I'm old and my uh, once I was uh, put inside my head with a kangaroo foot and. Uh, <laughs> Afterward, this I can only t- it make it difficult for me to get a whole sentence out of my a mouth. Uh, I'm going to try so hard not to laugh at that. <laughs> Gabe, um, I know that we're related, but, <laughs> but like, could we? Could we technically? I mean, could the kangaroo foot that got put in in his head 
have maybe caused his accent because <laughs> I don't even think I can possibly try to approximate. You're welcome to be like enjoyed by marriage. I as like well. to think maybe he's like one of those uncles we just we call uncle, but like it was never really related. <laughs> is he related? We distant, don't really know. Like yeah. he could be as distant, re- distantly related as like our second cousins are engaged. There we go, You can either like go kind of a little bit southern if you want. I don't want. <laughs> gotcha. Nah, fair. Um, yeah, because I, I was gonna go. I was gonna go grandiose and British. Um, oh, because do that. Yeah, fine. I am Algernon Hogling, ringmaster and proprietor of the Hogling family circus. And that's about all I know about this character because I haven't planned this through. <laughs> it's fine. You'll pick it up as you go. It's just what you do. That's what we do. Uh, let's see that. Well, here in Southern, you, the particular. There you go. All right, then. I'm Flang Dangle, Quicken Rabbit, Hogling. I'm a monk, and I'm an acrobat. One of three. Maybe you've taken on uh, Flip Dangle and Hooch because... Flip Dangle? Yeah, let's go with that. <laughs> what did you say? Oh, no, Flang no, Dangle. No, no, no. Flip Dangle. It's... I've written Flang Dangle down. I just no, read it wrong. I just erased it and wrote Flip Dangle. Perhaps you've taken Flang Dangle <laughs> and Hooch along. Well, it's Flip Dangle now. <laughs> because um, maybe you're, like, they're relations of uh, your wife back home, and she insisted that you bring yep. them along. <laughs> they're my wife's cousins, two simple boys. <laughs> From the uh, backwater part of the land. Well, I flip good, but, like, maybe I don't think great. <laughs> You also travel with a, a myriad of other people, other acrobats, a clown, two brothers, one of them a strong man, and the other one, a quotation marks, big man. <laughs> they, they call him a big man because he is a halfling the size roughly of a human. Can I call him a full limb? That's amazing. He prefers a tall A'i. Tall A'i? Yeah, the, the two brothers' names are for the strong man, up A'i, muscles, and mm-hmm. the big man's name is... Tall A'i Brains. Right then. And the clown? We have a uh, clown? The clown. His name is Redino. Redino. What kind of clown is he? He's is he a sad clown? No, he's a happy clown. All right. He comes out. He's the ch- children's entertainer. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. How small are halfling children? Because like a child is about as tall as a halfling. How tiny are halfling children? Very They're small. like knee height in Lord of the Rings, I That's guess. Oh, they're so tiny. That's so small. Oh, you'd be afraid to get stepped on. Ah. Anyway. Finally, in addition to your big man, you have one other creature, we'll say, in your freak show. A doppelganger, so a creature that can assume someone else's form. Uh, you bill him as the creature of a thousand faces, but he prefers to be called Exolona. Or young Craig, <laughs> as I'm going to insist on calling him. <laughs> How are doppelgangers? Are they, like, like chill? Can I sit down and be like, hey, man, what's up? This doppelganger, he has his, like, in different to you guys, he kind of has his own room. Okay. You all share with each other in one big bunkhouse. But uh, the doppelganger, because of his slightly larger size, needs mm. bigger accommodations. And so on one of the triceratops, a section has been just put away for him. <laughs> Going into his room, it's like... Almost the fortune teller's room. <laughs> Maybe he took an old fortune teller's room. It's all draped with heavy um, fabrics and stuff like that. There's this heavy scent of incense suffusing the air. And he sits or he lies in his bed, always wearing like lots of very heavy and obscuring robes with a turban and oh, even cool. like... A hood, maybe. I, I imagine him dressed in like like a fortune teller's garb, but a do, bit like do that. doppelgangers have genders. Well, technically, no. 
Okay, then. For simplicity's sake, you often refer to him as a he. Okay. But so I, I just like, imagine, it, like... It's largely irrelevant. A grey, because I kind of look like a grey alien in, like, those headscarves yeah. and, like, just red lipstick. Yeah. I don't know why. I oh, imagine right. he's completely trustworthy and isn't going to cause any trouble whatsoever. <laughs> Correct. You've worked with him for years. He seems okay. pretty fine. Yeah. I trust Weird. him. What's he getting out of it? <laughs> he's paid. Well, how do you know I trust him? <laughs> Same thing everyone is. <laughs> I trust less him and more the coin he brings in, I think, at this point. Yeah, you can be distrustful of him. That's fine. Mm. Like, uh, probably a lot of people who meet him are very distrustful of him. Doppelgangers are inherently deceptive creatures. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, it sort of comes with the territory. Yeah. It's very nature. In the distance, like I said, you can see the town of Temperance, a small elven settlement way out here in the dry steppes, a desert. The town is... Probably somewhere you might have come before, but only very sporadically. You know the places friendly to you. Sometimes you're not allowed in certain towns because people are racist towards halflings as well. But this town is either poorly defended enough or happy enough with halflings that they can let you just come in. Sweet. Well, that's nice. Uh, it's maybe got a standing population of roughly 2,000. So you think you'd get a pretty decent show here. Man. Awesome. Um, before we do that, do you want us to go through uh, sort of class traits and oh, yeah, racial, racial traits and that? For myself and, and particularly for Gabe, who I think this is your second time. Dun, dun. Yes, and I forgot all the rules from the first time. <laughs> That's fine. We'll start with the barbarian, Jackson. Yep. You have a power called Rage. Once per day, you fly off the handle. <laughs> you become stronger, fitter, or just the adrenaline makes you care less. <laughs> cool. So you can take extra damage, you deal out extra damage, but at the end of your rage, and it doesn't take very long for it to end, it only takes maybe 30 seconds, but at the end of it, you become fatigued, tired, because you've overextended yourself. Yeah, cool. Other than that... I got uncanny dodge and weapon finesse. Ah, Neither of those, both of those are passive abilities. You don't need to worry about them. Cool. The bard? Yes. So you've got a, a bunch of abilities. If you flip to the second last sheet. There are so many sheets. Yeah, there are quite a few. Uh, so uh, I think you've gone too far. Go one back. The yep. Top right hand corner. Yep. That's all your abilities. Bardic knowledge, fascinate, inspire courage. Bardic knowledge is as a bard or as a traveling, you know, ac- well, not acrobat, but as a traveling performer, you have seen the world. Mm-hmm. You've been in thousands of places, spoke with even more people. Because of that, you have just a breadth of knowledge of the entire world. Usually, you need to invest points or like your skill points into knowing certain things. You just always have a chance to know something. Yep. The next one was fascinate. When you are uh, usually a bard needs an instrument, but I set your instrument, quotation marks, as oratory. So your specific performance is just speaking. Okay. Roll up, roll up, come see the show. You can magically fascinate a person. They become obsessed with you, start just watching you and only you. (laughs) Just like the real else. (laughs) The magical effect only lasts as long as you are, you know, performing, as it were. And you can only hold on to maybe three or four people at a time. Sure. But you can select who those people are. The next one was inspire... Courage. Courage, yes. With your oratory, improve people's abilities. Say uh, Zamet is performing. With your oratory, you can give him a bonus so he has a better chance of succeeding. Don't fuck up. Thanks, boss. You're just like talking people up, as it were. Finally, 
You have one more thing. You have spells. If you flip to the last page, there are a bunch of highlighted spells. Anything that's highlighted is a spell you know. You can cast that. I gave you a bunch of cantrips, which are like level zero weak spells, and then two level one spells. I believe cure light wounds. Cure light wounds, ventriloquism. Yeah, and ventriloquism. Oh, that's right. You have a dummy. <laughs> oh, okay. A two? <laughs> yeah, you have so a... I can have two voices? Yes. Yes. You have a dummy that's like a little gnomish contraption. You wind it up and its mouth begins to move <clears throat> at regular intervals. And you use your ventriloquism spell as an act with the dummy. That's Does awesome. Does it do anything apart from looking vaguely convincing when the dummy talks? You can... Um, it's got a couple pulleys and levers and like gears inside it. You can preset it to do a couple of simple tasks. But it's not like a it's not like a golem or anything like that. What did you like mean, that. the spell? Yeah, the spell. Yeah. Oh, the spell. Sorry. What did you mean? What, was the what, what, what does ventriloquism do apart from throwing your voice? I guess that's it. <laughs> <laughs> you very convincingly throw your voice. Like you can talk at the same time as your uh, as it is talking, and you are both. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> Don't look at me. Well, you ended with, and you are both. It yeah, felt like like um, another word. Yes, all the ways this will come in useful. That, 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 that. And how you can cast uh, how many per day? One one spell a day, I believe. Okay. One spell a day, and that's including cantrips. No, four cantrips, one first level. Okay. What do you look like, uh, Hooch? Uh, I imagine myself as like, you know, when someone's face is a bit too long. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like that. Sort of like. You look at it and you're like, why is his face? It seems like it's just got an extra couple inches on a regular face. <laughs> very square, uh, balding, but not quite bald, like, like very lined on my face. And I don't know even what the fuck an animal tamer wears. Mm. In terms of clothes, I think I just have like, got canvas gloves. I've got fucking, what else have I got here? High boots, a corset <laughs> and a black bodysuit. <laughs> Given what I own, that's what I'm wearing. <laughs> that's for your me time. What do you like, do you have? So you're you're the beast tamer, yeah. And you're so it's kangaroos, kangaroos and ankeg, and then I assume the dinosaurs. So, yeah, you also take care of the yeah. dinosaurs. That's right. Do they have you name? Can them? I uh, take Jackson's role at this point? <laughs> <laughs> Anyone can feed and like pat a dinosaur. That's fine. Oh, I will be. <laughs> oh, I will be. I'm mostly concerned with getting this damn ankeg to ride a bicycle. So, like, <laughs> be my guest. Um, yeah, sorry. So, uh, I hope that was perfectly clear as mud. Yeah, no, that makes sense ish. Um, I'll, I'll uh, yeah. uh, hope for the best. If you forget something, that's okay. I'll. You know, remind you at intervals like, oh, uh, Zamet's doing a thing. You could help him out. Oh, you have that fascinate ability. I'll just, okay. like, remind you of these sorts of things. And what do you look like? Um, heavily mustachioed. Oh, yeah. Um, probably also balding, because I think that runs in our very distant, sporadically <laughs> placed I'm family. going to be bald. But, but with a really bad toupee. <gasps> yes. With a good. really, really bad toupee <laughs> and a monocle that won't stay in. <laughs> <laughs> That's Perfect. so good. And Monk? You have Flurry of Blows. Mm-hmm. Flurry of Blows is a... It's basically represents your martial arts or your training in the martial arts. You don't get a lot of use out of that in the circus. Maybe every now and then you're, like, rolled out to do a, a martial arts demonstration or something, but it's mm-hmm. a rarity. For the most part, you're, uh, you know, just flipping and jumping and rolling and such through the air. From, um, what do you call it? The little things that the acrobats... Trapeze? Trapeze, yeah. The trapeze. 
And uh, sometimes even doing tricks on a big trampoline that you guys have. That's good news. Oh, man. <laughs> so what, what does Larry Blows actually do? It's it means just... that you get multiple attacks around. Oh, cool. So you are less likely to hit. You take slight penalty. Mm-hmm. But uh, you get two attacks instead of one. Oh, smack some folk. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, you also Duff have... Up. Yep. You also have Stunning Fist. Mm-hmm. So instead of an attack, or in addition to an attack, once a day... You can activate your Stunning Fist ability. You strike someone in the right chi spot on their body, causing their body to, like, seize up all around them, and they become stunned for a round. Okay, so I believe in chi. That's a, <laughs> this is a development for me. All right. Does believe every creature have chi spots? Chi. Well, you might describe it as something other than chi. You might think of it as, like, you strike them in, like, a pressure point or something like that. Cool. But, uh, yeah. Most creatures have these pressure points or chi points. Cool. I guess ghosts probably don't. <laughs> well, there are some exceptions. Cool. And I can deflect arrows. Shoot an arrow at me. This is definitely something that is rolled out. One of the other acrobats fires a, bo- a flaming arrow at oh. you and you knock it out of the way. Ah, oh, that's good. That's amazing. You're powerful. Sometimes, though, he hits you. Yeah, no. I'm not you can't great. deflect it every time. I'm not a great deflector of arrows yeah Sick. and i like to think that like i'm in silk pants silk vest i think i actually have no i have a leather jerkin Fuck <laughs> silk yes. shirt silk pants leather jerkin bald as a dickens mm-hmm. but like you're shaved I feel. yeah yeah well it's uh, probably better than letting it you bald naturally well, like, exactly. I'm, I, I, I'm looking at my fan being like eh, yeah, it's coming well, it's gonna happen sooner or later and then i just shave myself shaved eyebrows shaved chest shaved everything all yeah, right like a shaved boy Gross. Yuck. Can be oiled up at times. Yes. You. <laughs> you. That's gross. Not knowing that, personally. <laughs> Unhappy Heavily muscular. <laughs> As you approach the town of Temperance, you can see that something is maybe amiss. Mm. There's no one really out in the streets, and you can tell from this extreme range that some of the buildings have been boarded up. Does it look like... Most of the buildings have been boarded up, or it's like hard to tell from this distance, but something definitely looks wrong about the town. Hmm. Hmm. Oh, Gabe, did you mention your name by the way? Uh, yeah, Algernon. You are the only one from the back of one of the Triceratops leading awesome. the procession. You can spot a lone figure wandering his way towards you guys. Hmm. All right, okay. Uh, you perhaps turn around to the rest of the the group, knowing that something's going wrong in Temperance, and you maybe call out a warning. Do I call them to a halt? You can, can if that? you want. It's yep, your all right, I will call you to a halt. All the Triceratops and the Diplodocus pull up <clears throat> slowly, but then eventually come to a complete stop. Maybe they like form kind of a defensive circle sort of thing, and everyone just waits. I'll pop my head out of a window on whatever Triceratops or whatever I'm on. What am, is, uh, why if, how come of we have not be moving anymore. You're a little startled <laughs> by, by his sudden, <laughs> sudden appearance. I like to imagine one of my eyes occasionally just drifts off to the side. <laughs> then it like slams back into place and you're like, what? Is it an active thing? What's going on there? Does he do that normally? <laughs> Somebody is approaching from yonder semi-boarded up town. Right. Why is it swing, boarded up? Swing my hand to gander at him. Can I get a good look at the fella? Or lady? Yeah, Hooch, you see him quite uh, in quite vivid detail. He's It's an elf. He's naked from the waist up, and you see he's got all these weird 
tattoos maybe or someone's painted on his body but these weird symbols all over him and he's slowly approaching you guys he's got like a half dazed look on his face he may have got a cross of his the top of his body particularly he got a bit of tattoo upon his body right he got just got tattoos there uh being a cowardly man, uh, can I? Can oh, I this sense... adventure's going to go well. <laughs> oh yes. Um, but being being a cowardly uh, uh, ringleader, can I please send Flang Dangle to go and treat with the encroaching elf man? Right, Flang Dangle. I like get on a. a am, I on, am I on a raptor? You can grab one. All right, I'm gonna. Oh, I'm gonna oh, you're not raptor. allowed to ride my raptors. Oh. <laughs> you can walk. Oh. Oh. But I want to ride a fine. The Raptors are for Algernon alone and his special touch. <laughs> I guess I start meandering. Paul R.E. from a, a, a Triceratops further back grunts. <laughs> <laughs> Be silenced, Tall R.E. <laughs> Be silenced, Tall R.E. I uh, start... Heading off. off. All right. You on foot set yep. off towards the lone figure. <laughs> Got to grab a raptor, get my hand slapped. <laughs> can, I just, can I just clarify that this is only because, like, if any of my people die, mm. I probably prefer it's one of, like, my wife's cousin's dumb sons. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> oh, that's... Because, frankly, they're bringing down the noble name of the Hoggling Family Circus. <laughs> but, man, can I do some flips and shit. <laughs> well, all right, Eventually, then. you get close enough to get a good look at him. And uh, he... <laughs> Like your distant relative, Hooch, said, he seems half-dazed. He's kind of stumbling. His eyes aren't focusing properly. He might be drunk or maybe have a head wound. It's hard to tell. Mm -hmm. And someone is with a white and red paint has just slathered all over his chest and arms and face weird symbols that you, um, yeah, you just can't place. He ignores you solidly and just keeps walking. How do you do, sir? Sir? Is he walking towards the procession? Yeah, he's walking towards the procession. He stops, turns around, and tries to focus on your face, but he's having trouble. Can I like, sm- can I give him a bit of a... Do I smell alcohol? <laughs> Breathe on me. Uh, he doesn't smell of alcohol, but he does stink of incense. It reminds you of um, the oh, doppelganger's room. <clears throat> are, you, are you all right, sir? Do you need like food or water or medical attention? I am... Um... The sacrifice, he says. Sacrifice to what or to whom? The angry gods. The angry gods. He Whoa. turns around and keeps walking. To, to keep towards. I, I keep, keep up. stumbling. I should say rather. What? What you mean, angry gods? A sacrifice must be made. What kind of? Are you? Where? Where to? And what from? Are you from the town? He uh, doesn't answer that. He just keeps stumbling. Slowly, uh, yeah, I'm gonna keep keep pace with him. And be like, keep asking questions. Do I get any answers? He answers sporadically. Right. Could I have him taken into custody by my people? Because this could be a sign for like bad fortunes to be made in the town. That's true. If he's come from the town and it's brought it up, they're sending out sure. sacrifices. What? I'm not sending my very expensive. Mm. Uh, raptors into this town <laughs> Sacrifice <laughs> being made uh, Apai <laughs> Cracks his knuckles Hops down off the triceratops And wanders over to the man uh, The uh, big boss said We gotta take him in well, Alright then, well you grab him uh, He's talking about some kind of sacrifice 
Well, that's just not right. He seems a bit like Fang Dazzled. All right there, boy. (laughs) The elf struggles as Upper E grabs him, but Upper E is the strong man of this circus, and he wrestles him to the ground. What you want to do with him, boss? Is torture frowned upon? (laughs) Jesus. By who? The elves? Well, you know. Generally, like, torture is frowned upon. Would the, would the townsfolk who I could potentially make some money off be bothered if I was to torture one of their own for information that he's not? It's unlikely. It's unlikely that you're going to be welcomed with open arms. <laughs> All right, look, I'll forego right. the torture for now. Um, that's fair. Continue I like that that's on the interesting table still. ringleader. <laughs> it's going to be um, a good game. Let's, let's rules wrote. through cowardice and fear. <laughs> I'm not going to torture myself. I don't want to get my hands dirty. I uh, want my enemies to share my fear. <laughs> let, me, let me robustly question him. Maybe one or two punches from Upper E, if need be. Um, <laughs> where, <laughs> what, what, what is going on in yonder town, peasant folk? Uh, you, s- <laughs> you call him peasant for Yes, I did. Because, frankly, oh, Algernon thinks anybody below him is a peasant. And technically oh. he's below him because I'm on Triceratops' back. <laughs> so you have him, You don't bring him up onto the Triceratops. Oh, no, he's I like, don't get down. Algernon does not get down from the Triceratops. He binds his hands together and he's walking behind the Triceratops <laughs> by the road. Is he answering questions? He doesn't answer questions. And Strip every now him and naked. Then he like, Sorry, excuse me? Strip him naked. <laughs> Upper E gives you a pleading look like Strip boss. him naked I use fascinate to convince Upper E to strip him naked You don't need to use fascinate okay. uh, Upper E begins <laughs> reluctantly stripping the elves' pants off Is he being more forthcoming? No You have to, you have to understand Like Before you all go calling me a monster There are like No, no, no let, let me clarify I have a circus here Paid for out of my own pockets I've got my my dumb distant relations who my wife is going to be furious at me if I let them get killed, despite the she fact that's be, sort yeah. of what I want. That's what? <laughs> and there's a distant town that's sending out blood sacrifices. I need to know what's going on before I lead my circus of into course. that fray. No, if that you continue to move, the elf trips over, falls, and you're dragging him. <laughs> okay, let's call the circus to a halt for a second. Turn around. Are you more forthcoming with answers now? The elf slowly staggers to his feet and walks away as if trying to keep going wherever he was going. The rope goes taut and he says, I, I'm the sacrifice. I need to, to go. Oh, uh, boss. Um, maybe he like nothing wrong. Like kind of like with a uh, hooch over here. Maybe he'd been hit, hit by head. Mm. Exalona sticks his or her head out of the, the, uh, tent where his room is and just watches. <laughs> Like, maybe he bit, you know, something wrong with him. Perhaps uh, it not beyond a particular realm of reason if uh, him, perhaps there is, is good for the town. Like, perhaps putting out a sacrifice, you know. That makes their crops grow good. <laughs> Actually, for real working. Hmm. <laughs> not beyond realm of reason. Let him go. Upper E is about to climb down to let him go. When the earth beneath you begins to rumble... Don't let him go. (laughs) (laughs) You hear something large in the distance. You you know that classic, like, something is underneath the earth coming towards you and it's, like, displacing earth as it moves. Tremors? A big mole? Yeah, like a tremors. (laughs) That, uh, maybe the size of a subway car, is making its way from way out in the desert towards you guys at a rapid pace. Might I also suggest we put a, this a sacrifice headed toward the big worm. <laughs> I, I'm sorry, I didn't get a word of that. <laughs> uh, 
Might I suggest we all put on the sacrifice outer to water the big worm? Yes, let's do that. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Cut the, cut the, cut the, uh, uh, sacrifice Let him go. Free. Send him in that direction. Upper E slides down very quickly, runs over. Faster, cuts, man. Faster. <laughs> cut, 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 cut. Cuts him loose. Doesn't, unfr- doesn't whip free his him. hands. Make him run. <laughs> I got to whip. Make him run towards the worm. Make him a <laughs> From the back of the triceratops, you try to whip. <laughs> Your whip hits the elf solidly between his shoulder blades. The elf stiffens in pain, but doesn't move. <laughs> then you guys are underway <laughs> as uh, Upper E is like kind of half dragging, half climbing back up. <laughs> I don't like what I've become. <laughs> <laughs> become? <laughs> you started like this. <laughs> Look, oh. well, yeah. Look, hey, that's the way it goes. I'm doubling down. It's good. This- oh, boy. So, what's that? <laughs> Out of the dirt, this. Oh, it's mother a of giant fuck. It's a big worm. pink worm. Purple worm. Give it here for me to gander. You know out. June? The sandworm from June? Yeah, it's the sandworm oh, from June. Holy it's shit. More can swallow your Diplodocus in one go. No, don't oh, do that. Oh, God. Oh, God. Let's go. It bursts out, lands, such that its more encompasses the tiny comparatively elf, and then bang, it's back in the earth. Making its way towards you guys, it's gaining. Can we can, mm. can we move faster? <laughs> I'm going to transfer to Velociraptor back. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck my circus. <laughs> I think the Triceratops actually are the fastest of it. Okay, no, I'm staying on the Triceratops back. <laughs> all right, let, let, you try to urge here. your Triceratops forward. Um, with middling success. There's no going back now. I'm using the whip. <laughs> <laughs> um, Hooch urges his Triceratops. Hooch, a better animal handler, is kind of like starting to pass you. Hooch, I want your triceratops. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay then. Put you on if you can hop aboard and be the driver of this particular uh, dinosaur beast. Uh, one of the triceratops is beginning to fall back. The one being controlled by uh, <clears throat> Redino, the clown. Not the clown! Not Redino, the <laughs> that's clown! That's all right. Watts has to get somebody first. He was never very good. <laughs> It was, just a, it was a children's entertainer. How much a children's entertainer bring in? Not much. This not is much. An adult no, circus. No, no. Quality entertainment. Circus for grown-ups. All right. So, Alge, uh, Algernon, you leap from your triceratops to... Um, <laughs> Hooch's. To Hooch's triceratops. You get the added benefit that Hooch's triceratops was already going at top speed. Hooch, you transfer over, and now that Triceratops is going at top speed. I want my one back. <laughs> yes, They're boss. Kind of neck and neck at this point. You let the guy in like uh, traffic jam just constantly switching lanes. I'm watching very closely to see if his Triceratops advances. Uh, Rodino's Triceratops once again begins to fall back and is now at the back of the pile. Boss, I'm the clown. He gonna become a, in a stomach at a beast. I, I tell Rodino to jump off his Triceratops because Triceratops. Triceratopi? Tri- triceratops are expensive. <laughs> and I would rather Redino get eaten than the Triceratops. <gasps> Redino can't hear you. <laughs> oh, for fuck's sake, From Redino. the inside of the bellies of the creature's belly. Oh, he's gotten eaten. Oh, already. boy. Yeah. Has the Triceratops been devoured with him? <laughs> the creature leaps out of the dirt, slams into the Triceratops, no. oh, bites down, and you see a Splurts of blood from in Is between. Is my its... triceratops insured? Highs or lows? What does that mean? It's like a kind of just a 50 50 chance. Okay, highs. Highs? All right. 
You did not pay your premiums <laughs> this <laughs> month. God damn it. We've been out in the desert. It's hard to get uh, back to like blast and dang re up it. Oh man, a triceratops see like one velociraptor. Wow, when it's more opens, you see that its mouth is just rings and rings and rings and rings of teeth going as far in as you can actually see. And when it closes around <laughs> that, the triceratops. That is terrifying. Let's keep going. All that you see is just blood and bits of skin shoot out all around its mouth. Huh. Bang! It's back in the dirt. Are we like how far away are we from it? Uh, from it, like, what's the space? Well, it's probably, uh, I'd say, fifty feet behind the Diplodocus. Now. Oh man! Oh no! Hooch, old boy. Yeah, um, so... <laughs> you're a, you're a, you're an animal tamer, right? Uh, yes, uh, our how... is my job to put the animals in their place. Yes. How how far do you think your skills extend? Uh, does uh, I could try g- g- go see the, uh, uh, this particular worm is of the same uh, as the Triceratops is. Very good, lad. Get cracking. A worm. <laughs> How about if you calm down there, put, have Don attack at a particular caravan, and we can all get back to having a good time? There's um not a lot you can do from where you are. <laughs> I still scream into the at the worm from the back of my triceratops. Can Hooch tame the mighty purple worm? Unlikely, but find out next time on the day the circus came to town. A D and D is for nerds adventure. Thanks for listening. If you want to help support the show, why not become a member at sanspantsplus.com and get early access to our shows, a bunch of exclusive content, and much, much more. That's sanspantsplus.com. Looking for a new podcast to listen to? Here's what we love courtesy of ACAST Recommends. I'm Katty Kay. And I'm Carlos Watson. I'm a British journalist in America. And I'm an American journalist in America. We're bringing you a brand new podcast from the BBC World Service. And Aussie Media. When Katty met Carlos. You know, with less than two months to go until a momentous American election, we're going to be looking at some of the hottest issues facing Americans right now. It'll be an honest conversation, thinking about where America is coming from and where it's going to. When Katty met Carlos. Just search for When Katty Met Carlos. ACAST, A-cast. 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 recommends.